Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got her with punishment. Y'all can just stop with it, but you're here to what we coming with. Others in love with the brother, this family just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Everybody. Welcome to 48 Minutes episode. I don't really know what episode we're on. I'm not even going to lie to you. Alex keeps up with that. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, Alex is not here that w- this week, but never fear. Tim Daniel is here holding it down, as always, with the returning Sean Mackey. How are you, buddy? It's been a full month. Yeah. It's been what? a full month, man. I, I got sick, and then we had Thanksgiving, and then I had my birthday, and now I'm back. <laughs> How was your birthday? Uh, it was a uh, very low key, man. Very low key. Uh, uh, dinner at the Texas Roadhouse. Ooh, get those rolls. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we nice. had two baskets of those things, man. Come on, it's my and birthday. On your birthday, you got to go all out, right? <laughs> we'll have two baskets today. It's my birthday. And that cocaine butter that you guys use. Oh my god, so good! I don't think we talk. I don't think we talk enough about that. That cinnamon butter. <laughs> no, tell me a lie, man. All right, so let you know if you're catching up. If you're just clicking on this. We are 48 minutes. The NBA podcast, the podcast we have for as long as net neutrality allows us to. Um, so we are here to give this to you each and every week. Um, coming up, our Friday, my Friday column for this week on 48MinutesNetwork.com will be about, for the love of God, let's stop talking about the hometown discount in regards to free agency because it's not going to happen anymore, or no. really ever. Um, Court Stormers is off this week. Taylor and Mike both dealing with their finals because they are college students. Um, and now 48MinutesNetwork.com will be giving exclusive coverage of Northern Kentucky University men's basketball. For those who are nationwide don't know who the hell that is, it's our local college who played Kentucky basketball in the tournament last year. So we are really excited that they're going to allow us to go cover their games and get some media uh, experience for sure. So all that, a whole lot more coming up in the 48MinutesNetwork.com. And of course, as always, subscribe, like, share on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play to 48 Minutes and Court Stormers where you can catch all of our stuff. And we are on separate channels. If Alex were here, he would tell you all about it better than I do, but I wanted to get it out there. So, with that being said, we're going to talk a lot about injuries, ejections, and DeAndre Jordan trade rumors. You ready, Sean? Oh my god, yeah. All right. Let's start, actually, with neither of those. <laughs> um, it's finally been announced after a couple weeks of taking time. Uh, Derek Rose is looking to return to the beloved Cleveland Cavaliers while they're, and as they are on a 13-game win streak going into as we're recording tonight's game with the Sacramento Kings, they're currently trailing. But um, DeRose decides it's time. He wants to come play. He wants to be a part of this team. He wants to be part of something special, and his role is going to be completely different than what it was before because it looks like he's going to be coming back around the time Isaiah Thomas is returning, Sean. So um, things are going to be a little easier for uh, Mr. DeRose. And you know what, man? I'm going to say it. I'm glad he's coming back. I don't know what the role is going to be anymore for him. I really don't even think they need him because of the way Wade and LeBron have played the backup point guard for them, especially Wade coming off the bench. He's been amazing. Um, But I'm glad to see him get a chance to really be a part of a special team, a team that can really make some noise, a team that you predicted to win the NBA championship. Um, 
and really, you know, see what his role could be. You know, they run a pretty deep bench with guys like Kyle Korver, Jeff Green, Jose Calderon, um, Channing Fry has played for some minutes for them. But overall, I want to see him get his chance. I don't know if we'll ever have the Derrick Rose redemption like we've wanted for years by any means. But, hey, he's here. He's going to give it a shot. He's going to be all in, it looks like. So, what do you think, man? Are you done? Do you even care? Are you glad he's going to get another shot? What do you, where, where are you at? Um, I, I'm glad he's coming back. I think this is it, though, for him. I don't think he plays past uh, this season. I think uh, I think he's burned a lot of bridges just in the last two years. Um, a lot of off-handed comments over the years. I mean, this is a guy that that you know we've covered a lot. You know, you know, being you know being resident Bulls fans and and everything. You know, seeing the best of Derrick Rose and certainly now the worst of Derrick Rose. I think um, I think this is going to be it if he's able to win a title by uh, kind of tagging on to the end of this uh this train that is the cleveland cavaliers uh, i'm really happy for him because uh if there's anyone who deserves a ring it is derrick rose uh however i think like i said uh i think he's burned a bridge with with uh probably you know other teams that that would be looking to sign him i think he's probably burned a a decent bridge with his teammates um and uh and and the fans you know, including myself. So um, it's uh, I'm glad that he's back, but I I think this is probably going to be the uh, the uh, Derrick Rose finale tour. Do you think he'll go down as the least celebrated MVP in NBA history? Yes, I completely do. Yeah, um, and and people were talking about that. You know, two years after after it happened already, and now it's. It's it's a lot louder noise than it was before. I mean, um, you know, you know, there's a lot of you know, if you go on a lot of forums and 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 things of that nature, you'll you'll see that Derrick Rose is mentioned as having a completely overrated season that LeBron should have should have won that year, and they just didn't want to give him a fourth MVP. Was that was he was he gonna be, was that gonna be four in a row? Yeah, yeah, that would have been four in a row. So it was like they had to do it, and and I think that's unfair because. Um, if you if you actually say that it, it's uh, you know I mean if you actually watched that season um, and saw what he did for that team to a team that wasn't supposed to be as good as they were um, that overachieved got the number one seed um, you know played some great basketball against the Miami Heat one of the greatest teams of all time uh, I mean he he did a heck of a job for that team that year so I mean it was uh, and not only that. Back then, he was also very humble, and uh, you know, it was he was you know he was he was humble to a degree, but then he also he ended up he kind of he got his swagger going that year. You know, the whole you know it was kind of like a fairy tale season, but yeah, he's going to go down as uh, as the most overrated MVP ever because you know it's you know or under you know underachieving MVP ever because you know he it happened once and. You know, there'll be a there'll be a really nice thirty for thirty about him one day. <laughs> yeah, I think we've all men- made mention of that for sure. Um, yeah, I agree, man. I think that you know, his career definitely deserved better, and his body did not do him any favors. It is, a, I mean, it's the best comparison to Penny Hardaway that we have. Yeah, um, but I, but Penny was a better player. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I would I would take prime time uh, Penny over midi players. 
you're not, not gonna get you're not gonna not get that to, argument from me by any means. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, uh, I'm not just talking from like a nostalgic uh, point of view. I'm I'm really saying he he had like all of the tools to be great when he was great, and uh, you know his game would 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 translate now as well. So yeah, I will not fight you on that by any means. No, no you won't. I know you. If there's anyone <laughs> else here who who loves Penny as much as I do, it is you. Yeah, absolutely. So, with that being said, um, let's talk a little bit more about some of the injuries going on in the league because it seems like the bug is just going league-wide. It's not team-wide right now. Um, Obviously, the most recent, Devin Booker gets carried off the court by his teammates last night. He's out for two to three weeks. On Monday, Steph Curry's out. He's out for for two to three weeks with with an ankle sprain. Uh, I know that really sucks for your fantasy team, but... uh, That's terrible. Yeah, and then... Um, Tim Hardaway's out. We have Kawhi Leonard and Nikola Mirotic looking to make their return soon. I can't believe I just used those two in the same sentence as a comparison. <laughs> and um, Zach, Levine, Zach Levine, man. Zach Levine's practicing, so maybe the Bulls will win like seven games now. Yeah, they'll get it up to seven. <laughs> and then Isaiah Thomas is playing four on four with Tristan Thompson. So the bug is crazy right now in this league. Now, some of these obviously are pre existing injuries. Um, but uh, it's kind of surprising to see, especially when you lose, you know, the two two people who talk about two of the best shooters in the league in a matter of days between Curry and uh, Booker. You know, it's definitely shocking to see. I think that one team is completely fine without their shooter. The other is not. Obviously, I mean, the Suns, not the Warriors. The Warriors are in a lot of trouble now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding, folks. I'm kidding. Yeah. They're, 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 they're in a lot of trouble, I'll tell you. Yeah. What is Steve Kerr possibly going to do with only Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Kevin Durant? He'll, he'll, he'll probably run Jordan Bell at the point, and he'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like everyone they plug in there just turns out. Oh, by the way, Jordan Bell. Is awesome? Is he, is, it, no, is he or is he not the best garbage time player right now? <laughs> yeah. His garbage time dunks are awesome. Oh, God, he's great. He's so fun to watch. Could have been your Chicago. Yeah. We'll always, 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 always laugh at two things. One, Steve Kerr starts Jordan Bell against the Bulls. Two, <laughs> Jordan Bell does the money symbol to the bench for the Bulls, and when they ask him why he did that, he said, I want to see how Cash Considerations was doing. That's awesome. That's absolutely perfect. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Uh, let's talk, you know, it's just, it's been crazy. I think the league is kind of just like, you know, see, we've seen a lot. And obviously the Markel Fultz situation, which, what crazy, the Sixers don't know how to handle an injury. Shocking. Um, I, I can't believe it because it is so many players at the moment. But, you know, it's just, it's crazy to see how how everything's going down with all these injuries. What, what, what do you think? And like, what's the one that really stands out to you is like the, oh shit. Well... Really, it's been it's been Kawhi Leonard, man. Like, I mean, the Spurs. I mean, I mean, they're they're hanging on. Obviously, they're not. They're definitely not a terrible team or anything. But they need him back. Yes, and uh, he's been the most uh, uh, glaring injury to me this season. I mean, they really, really need to get him back. Um, also, Isaiah Thomas. Uh, and um, God, how good is that team going to be once they get him in there? Oh. <laughs> 
Remember a month ago we were like, is it too early? To, is it is it early to say that they're done? And now we're talking about man, they're gonna get Isaiah Thomas back. Yeah, but yeah, but that's 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 always that's always. I feel like. I feel like there's always like three or four teams that are like slated to be really good every year, and there's always one of them that has like a really terrible stretch in the beginning of the season, and you're like, oh god, or, do we need to be freaking out right now? And it's no, not if you have LeBron James. Now, if he leaves, that that team is pretty much just a decimated piece of crap. But um, he's uh, okay. I, I should take that back. They're not. They have Kevin Love and. The ghost of Dwayne Wade coming hey, off the bench. Coming hey, off man. the bench. He's been really good off the bench. I just, I, I smell an injury. <laughs> I just smell one, man. I don't know why. <laughs> They're, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting because it looks like, you know, they are really kind of coexisting. And I really don't think it's going to take a long time for Isaiah Thomas to quote unquote fit in. I think it probably could take like a few games, maybe a week or so, and then I think after that they're gonna be they're gonna gel and they're gonna work really well together. Oh um, yeah, yeah, and it's gonna be fun. You know, it's good because they're getting both their point guards back. So that means yes. it's like we talked about last year how LeBron really doesn't want to play backup point guard. Yeah. So now he doesn't have to. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see them finally at full strength if they actually get to a point. I don't know that could happen. That might not happen. Um, but I think, uh, I think at full strength, that team is going to be pretty unstoppable. However, uh, you know, there's a lot of fragile pieces on that team, like a lot of fragile pieces. Uh, a lot has to go right. However, they have LeBron, which is a gigantic safety net. The ultimate safety net. The ultimate safety net. And (laughs) and next year in Los Angeles, he's going to be doing the same thing there. He's going to be... (laughs) Now he's going to LA, man. (laughs) I had a uh, conversation. I I went to the uh, Bengals Steelers game the other night. And I had... Yeah, yeah, it was depressing. Uh, And, you know, me, big football guy. Um but uh, I, I had a conversation with my uh, my my wife's uh, like ten year old cousin, and he was sitting in the back seat, and he goes, "LeBron's going to Los Angeles next year." And I said, "Yeah." I was like, "I was like, there, there's a pretty good possibility he could go." And he goes, "Eighty percent chance." This kid's like ten, and I look back at him. I go, "Where are you getting that at?" He goes, "I don't know. I just made it up." <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was like, Skip Bayless, man, I love it. <laughs> and it was funny because he was—he's so bitter at Kyrie Irving right now. Like he—he—it's funny he—he he didn't like Isaiah Thomas last year. No, no one did. And and he loves him now, and he hates Kyrie. This kid is just like you know, he's ten years old, and he's just throwing Kyrie under the bus. True and fan. I like, and I I said I said, dude, I was like. Is this? I was like, did you did you like Isaiah Thomas this much last season? And his dad goes, Oh, he just burned you because I know you didn't. <laughs> you know? It was just funny kind of having that conversation because those are the conversations you have when you're a ten year old NBA fan. Oh, dude, we did it. Oh, for sure, eighty percent chance. <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I'm not as like prom- promise on LA as everyone else is, strictly because like they still suck. And even, yeah. if, even if they get LeBron, they'll probably make the playoffs, but they're still going to suck. Well, they're going to they're gonna need one more one more big component. 
to go with some some other. Now let me tell you something. Brandon Ingram has played great this year. Yeah, but, I mean he's been really decent. But you know, Lonzo hasn't. You know, you never and, know. And Kyle Kuzma has. Kyle Kuzma's awesome. Yeah, I think I think they have a very solid uh, uh, team right now. Lonzo has underperformed. Yes. Okay, and he has. Uh, he's been quite the disappointment. Um, I mean, right now it's looking like Jason Tatum is just you know just really killing it right now. So, um, but Kuzma has been a surprise, and uh, like I said, Brandon Ingram is really starting to find his rhythm. So I, you know, I the future's looking up for him. You know, I'm not sure LeBron's going to go there. It would be fun, you know, just to see him do something different. But um, I don't know who else you put there that makes them that you know takes them up a notch. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't necessarily think Paul George does. No. So it's just kind of a weirdly assembled team. So I I, I don't really know. It, this is going to be a really cool off season. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's there's going to be yeah. a lot of moving moving pieces for sure. Um, speaking of, did you see there's Cavs Paul George trade rumors again already? Cavs. Paul George trade rumors. Is that what yeah. you said? Yeah, they're, they're already like barking up. Like, well, here's the thing: the Cavs have a lot of uh, talented guys, not always healthy. But one thing about the Cavs: if something's not working midseason, they'll make a move. Oh, for sure. But they always make moves. But things are working right now. So yeah. Like, who are you going to trade in that case? Are you going to trade, like, because one, you only have one year of Paul, you have, like, 30 days, 30 games of Paul George in that case. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and Paul George isn't going to stay in, in, in Cleveland. I think that's, no. that's, uh, that's absolutely ridiculous. So I, I don't think, I, that's, that's just a, that's kind of a crappy trade rumor. I just, I don't see them. And, and, you know, that OKC's going to ask for that pick. That so. pick, JR. You know, Crowder, yeah, and, love. Yeah, and I don't. Now the Thunder are a team that's been underperforming this year, yeah. so which is a little bit surprising. Yes. So I, I, I mean, I don't. What do you see? What? How, what? How do they make that team better? Ah, uh, dude, I don't know because I mean, maybe they have, inter- they have interesting problems in OKC right now. Yeah, they do. Like I don't know because I know Trace McGrady's been trying to hamper on Carmelo Anthony to go to the bench, which could work. Um, it could help, but I don't think it changes. I don't think it makes them like a, you know, ten wins more, a ten more win team by any means. I want. I wonder how often uh, Tracy McGrady went to the bench. You know, <laughs> even though every time he was hurt, he went straight back to the starting lineup. Um. Yeah. Basically, what Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, and San Antonio. That was about it. That was it, and and barely no one remembers the Detroit or San Antonio days. And San Antonio was basically, I'm just going to keep the bench warm. Yeah. So, so I don't. That's it's just it's just sad. So I will also say I'm I'm watching this Milwaukee Bucks halftime or first quarter uh, little show that they're having, and they're throwing footballs into a barrel at half court. Isn't this a basketball game? There's two hoops on the floor right now, and they're throwing footballs. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore, man. Get your stuff together, uh, Milwaukee. This is this is ridiculous. Sounds like they should throw them out. <laughs> Speaking of throwing out, we've had some ejections this year. Jesus. Have we? 
Like Kevin Durant's been ejected three times in eighteen games. He's he's really embracing that role as the villain. Yeah, which is probably the right move for him. It probably is. You're right. You're right. I mean, he's he's a great. He's probably what what would you say second second best NBA player right now? Uh, yeah, I think right now with Kawhi being hurt, you gotta say it's either him or James Harden. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's close between those two for sure. Uh, it's close. I like KD's defense though. I do too. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so we've got that. I mean, LeBron has his first career ejection. Is that crazy to think he's only been ejected once? Uh, y- yes, it is because I, I know the treatment he gets. <laughs> right. I'm surprised it even happened. <laughs> um, God, who else? There was there was quite a few. Uh, Anthony Davis got ejected in the first quarter of a game. He's also injured now because that's great. Uh, he's always hurt, man. There's just between the injuries and the ejections this season. I mean, it's just been wild. Like, I, I don't. I don't know what's going on this year. It's been a really we we had the most chaotic NBA offseason in in history, and a crazy draft night, absolutely crazy draft night, and now we have this really strange NBA season where there's a lot of weird injuries and a lot of totally bizarro ejections. And we just got to wait to LeBron alley oop. We haven't seen one of those yet this year. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen that yet. It's going to happen. Yeah, it just happened. But it just happened. Yeah, um, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's been nuts, man. Like, uh, you know, it's so sad about all of this. I think this is what preach I preach about the NBA all the time now. Is even with all of this stuff happening, still a way better product than the NFL, and it's not even close. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I went to that that Monday night football game, so I. <laughs> You can only imagine how unimpressed I walked away from that game, especially after watching a guy almost, you know, get carted off, uh, carted off and taken to the uh, UC trauma unit. Jesus, I know. I was like, I was like, this is a really scary sport, and man, and not only that, I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to. I briefly talked to you about this the other day, but the the fan quality. <laughs> Oh my between, god! Between the NFL and the NBA, I mean, it's a whole other level, man. Like, uh, I've I've never I've never I I know, Tim, you are a huge football fan. I know you haven't been this year, but in 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 recent years and your whole life, you've been a huge diehard Bengals fan, which is so Terrible. sad. It's so sad, man. I feel for you, man. It's uh, it's tough, especially. It is. Especially when you got got a bunch of stinky guys with beards coming into town and and beating you, you know, two or three times a year. So I mean, it's uh, but I the the quality the, the the fans that that I'm not I'm not throwing every NFL fan under the bus. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But it's it's just a totally different experience than going to an NBA game. Completely different on so many levels. Yeah, for sure. It's just it's so. I'm I'm actually glad we're doing this. Let's make this. Let's let's run a little um, little randomness here. Yeah, let's uh, let's do doing. this. Let's, yeah, let's just say this. Like first off, first things first. Adam Silver is God. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to have someone who I think Adam Silver likes to be liked. Yeah, I don't think that uh, David Stern really cares. And and you know he he you know got his career off to the right, you know, on the right start uh, by becoming commissioner and banning uh, Donald Sterling for life. So that that was 
That was huge. That yeah. was absolutely huge. No one had ever done that before. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, that really helped. He's been, um, you know, moving the all-star game. Uh, just He's just so much more progressive than any of the other commissioners right now. And, uh, you know, speaking of that, how did how did Roger Goodell get an extension? I don't know, man. He's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst. And I thought they were going to try to, like, halt it and... Uh, I don't, I just, I mean, it's, they're completely different. They are so, you know, I mean, we're talking about a league that, that knew about, uh, you know, um, you know, existing video footage of, of women getting beat up by, by football players and then them saying that it didn't, but it, it did. And, and they probably knew about it and, and had saw it before. And, you know, there was just, there's just so much stuff that makes me angry about the NFL and, uh, you know, I just, I don't, I don't know what to think about them anymore. I know Bill Simmons has been harping on them for a long time, but I, right. it's, uh, it's, it's really just, I mean, it's, it's night and day between the leagues and, you know, I mean, that's, I'm always going to be biased for NBA, but I mean, that's really true. Well, you know, the one thing that always like, I think stands out between this, this argument is the NBA is pretty consistent with their, with their like, uh, punishments for players or, you know, officials by all means. You know what I mean? Like, um, let's take the example of OJ Mayo. He hasn't played ball for two years. Yeah. Um, he's eligible to, re- to apply for reinstatement next year. Um, it took, you know, Josh Gordon to get, like, suspended and arrested, like, six or seven. I mean, get, like, test positive, like, eight times to get a two year suspension. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, OJ Mayo was twice. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they don't. And, you know, I mean, we're talking about a league. I mean, I, I don't really know exactly the details of the OJ Mayo suspension, like what he, you know, what kind of drugs he was doing. I mean, I'm assuming it was something probably pretty hard. Um, cause you know, I, I don't think that they give the same treatment for marijuana. And there's even been talk about them even like legalizing that in the NBA yeah. eventually, which, you know, I think, I think it's probably the right move in the end. I think that would really, uh, that would really kind of change some stuff. Um, and just kind of, you know, just kind of make them look way more progressive than any other league. They already do, but I think that would really kind of push them over the edge. But, you know, I, you know, they, they did the same thing to Birdman a few years ago, very similar situation. You know, he was banned. He was banned for a long time as well. So, uh, you know, you're, you're right. They've, uh, you know, they're consistent about, about, you know, following rules and, uh, you know, I, you know, with the exception of maybe MJ possibly being suspended for a year for gambling, you know, a, a, a truth that we will never know, <laughs> you know, I mean, besides that, I mean, they've been, they've been very consistent about stuff like that. And, uh, and, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, suspension, like regular, like uh, game two game suspensions for fights, things like that. They're, they're usually, you know, right around the, the same par for everyone. Yeah. That, and you know, like how often do you hear about an NBA player getting in trouble for domestic violence? Well, I mean, anything can happen, man. Uh, right. I mean, I mean, there was, there was, was, didn't Jason Kidd have something happen to him a few years ago? That was like two, 20 years ago, but yes, a few years ago. Yeah. yeah so, so he had something, I mean, it, it happens. I think it, you know, I, I think it's something that, that, that I think that can happen anywhere, but. Oh yeah. It's, I'm not saying that by any means, but like, yeah. you know, an NFL player, like, like, you know, let's go ahead and put it, Joe Mixon. 
Well, I think I think you know we're getting at a point in time where you know we're there's so much going on in society right now with with calling out uh, you know um, wrongs right now and really whistleblowing that uh, you know I think you know the NFL is going to have a hard time uh, if if more stuff like that starts happening and they continue to allow it to happen in this point in time because we're we're at a point where you know I think people may stop watching and I don't know what the ratings are for like, you know what the, the ratings are for the NFL this year. I've heard they're not as good as in years past. Is that correct? Um, actually the NBA is beating them in ratings right now. You're, no, they are not. No, no, they're not at all. I'm just fucking with you. But um, the NBA, the NBA has, does have like the highest ratings they've had in like, I think a decade is what I read. And the NFLs yeah. are definitely getting lower and lower. Yes. I mean, it's 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 interesting to see. To well, see, the quality yeah. of the product is so bad. Like, let's look at like, I mean, let's look at their primetime Monday night. Like, obviously, this one. Yeah, if, yeah. If you take all the violence and the terrible hits and everything out, decent played game, you know, stats wise and like scoring, but yeah. overall terrible, you know, terrible experience. Their Thursday night games are a terrible. Where you're losing guys every week for, on Thursday night for this year for the year with ACL injuries, things like that. The NBA, you get a good game just about every night. Like, let's take right now. The Cavaliers have a 13-game win, 13 win streak. They're playing the Kings right now. It's a three-point game with 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. That's a Kings team that has not won a lot of games. They have not really been competitive. They're fighting because, you know, they that level of athleticism and talent is there. And it's, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about the NBA not really being spread out by any means. But we see teams fight all the time like this. The NFL, we get, like... This isn't the case in this year by any means, obviously. The Jacksonville Jaguars on Thursday night football playing the Tennessee Titans, who, although both teams are having good years, no one gives a fuck about outside of their cities. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, the NBA has, I mean, there, there were a few years, you know, where the NBA wasn't putting out a great product. But no, we, you're right. There's, there's, you know, there were a few years, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, you know, where, you know, I just, I stopped watching. I'm not going to lie. Um, and basketball was really weird and I never felt more distant from it from, you know, 1999 to, you know, 2003. Like I was completely distant from it. I did not care. Um, but, uh, you know, with all of the talent in the NBA right now, um, there's just so many great players and, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of the college game. You know that, right. um, um, I respect the college game, but I don't, it's, it's not as fun to watch. I mean, I want to see, you know, and it, <laughs> this is going to kind of come down to like, you know, how I, I, I kind of had the same mentality when I was, when I was growing up. That's why I was, I was like, man, you know, you know, WCW was always marketed as where the big boys play. So like t in my mind as like, you know, a, a, a 12, 13 year old, I was like, yeah, you know, this is, the, this is the better product. It was not, I was wrong. <laughs> But, I, you know, you want to watch the best thing. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. Right now, the, the NBA is putting the best product right now out, especially with the college game, uh, with the one and done. They got to fix that. They got to fix it soon. Um, besides that, I just, you know, I think uh, I just think it's so fun to watch these these guys that are going out every night. They're just so freaking good. Yes. You know, and my, you know, my wife, you know, she's not a big basketball head by any means but anytime you know she's sound to watch a game with me she's like these guys are just so good at basketball i mean they they make incredible shots games go down to the wire quite a bit 
and it's there's just so much talent in the league right now. We're they're completely rich in talent, and we're finally at a point like we were like in the the early to mid '90s when you know there's just just great players on pretty much every team right now, except for the Nets and the Bulls. And, well, yeah, yeah, and the Bulls. I would say you know I know I, you love Zach Levine, but he's not I, great. I, I do, I do love Zach Levine. Zach Levine's gonna turn some heads when he comes back. I'm a little, I'm a little bit. Uh, he is like one thing I keep forgetting about, and then going, oh yeah, he's coming back. He's on Chicago. I love that man. You know, <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm excited to see him. They're terrible. They're absolutely terrible. But you know, I, I think that I think with with having Zach Levine and and the Nets having uh, D'Angelo Russell, another player injured, by the way. Yeah. He's been out for a while. He's another one, man. I mean, it's just the list continues. But, you know, every team's got someone, you know? Yeah, for sure, man. Last point I'll make on the NBA versus the NFL. The NBA offseason is the best summer in the world. It's the most exciting, like, five or six weeks. And I will take that over anything else. The the first two especially. Yes, for sure. The first two weeks of of free agency are always, like, super – like, July 1st, man, it's just – it's a lot of fun. So, yeah. and uh, you know, usually the big names don't don't sign the first day, but a lot of smaller ones do, or like mid range players, really. And it, it's stuff that just comes out of nowhere. You know, just stuff that just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, what? Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> you know, for sure. But, man. Uh, but but you know, I mean, it's it's it, it's a great off season. Great. Can't beat it. All right, man, so before we get into our fun trade rumors, uh, impressing and depressing, let's go ahead. I'm going to start here, Sean, because I want to get your thoughts on this. I think the Golden State Warriors have a team to worry about for sure in the National Basketball Association, a team that's really good, that has a lot of parts, that make things happen, that run a very easy offense, that have one of the best players in the world and the other best player in the world at their at guard. Sean, it's time for the Golden State Warriors to be worried. I really mean worried about the Houston Rockets. I agree. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I. Uh, Houston's been incredible this year. God, They've they're so ab- good. They are so good. I'm so happy for that team. I, however, I there's there's some sort of glaring there's some kind of glaring piece that's missing from that team, though. LeBron and I, and <laughs> that would put them over the edge, wouldn't it? <laughs> God, that'd be fun. Don't think, think that's not a possibility next year. I, I, you know what? That you just, you just scared me straight, man. <laughs> like now, you got me really thinking. I didn't even think that was a possibility, and you just, you just made things really exciting for me. Um, yeah, dude, Houston is Houston's great. Uh, is this is this the year Clint Capella gets paid this summer? Does he get paid this summer? Oh man, he's been awesome. I mean, yeah, he's been great. He's been, but this is the, this this is his this is his final year of, before he correct. Okay, so so here's the thing with Clint. Clint's been playing awesome for for nothing. He's been pay, playing for uh, what they call NBA peanuts, which is not peanuts at all. No, it's not peanuts at all. But uh, them throwing a huge contract at him might hamper them because I'll, I'll tell you, man, they like to go after good players. And they have the balls to do it. 
Yeah, Daryl Morey is, is a god. I don't care what anyone yes, says. He's a, he is a shrewd businessman. I've I've loved everything he's done, pretty much except for the Omar Sheik thing. Yeah. Um, besides that, like I am, I am a fan of, of pretty much everything he does. But he really does uh, try to make that team better. And man, Mike D'Antoni, come on. Oh man, how happy are you for him for everything he went through in L.A. and New York and resurgence? Oh my God! I mean, it's just it's 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 wild, man. He shaved off that mustache, and it's like his whole life changed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Um, I mean, I'm not going to go and say that I think that they would beat the Warriors in a series, but I think that they are the team that packs the best punch. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a series that that could very well go seven games. Yeah, I, I mean it's the series that Chris Paul will finally have. That he's wanted to have his whole life. Um, and I think since they got him back from injury, he's just fit in so well. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been really easy for him. He's not necessarily the point god, but he's still been really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm really impressed with him. What about you? Who are you impressed with? I have been impressed by, uh, well, I've been impressed by Detroit lately. Yeah. To be honest with you. Like, I've, I've watched, uh, uh, I think maybe like two or three Detroit games by by pure chance over the last few. <laughs> the game that they they beat the Celtics uh, last week, I was very impressed with that. That was a really solid victory for them. Um, you know, I've I've been impressed with they but what they've been able to do. I mean, they're fourth right now in the East, man. Yeah, they've been really good. Andre Jobin has had a really good year. Oh, I, he's great. I think uh, this is he didn't have a very good year last year. I think this is him just saying he's going to bounce back. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he's been, I mean, and, um, yeah, yeah, everything you said, man, their pieces are just fitting really well right now. Stan Van Gundy's pressing all the right buttons. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, all they had to do was get rid of Caldwell Pope, man. He was the one causing <laughs> all the problems. It's evident now it was only him. <laughs> so yes. he is the, he's the, uh, he's the odd man out. So, I mean, I, I don't know, you know, exactly why it's clicking or, you know, they could, you know, they could drop off the face of the planet in a couple of weeks. You know, you never know, but I've been, I've been really impressed by their consistency. Um, I mean, they're 14 and nine right now. Um, they're six games out of first, which is still pretty, that's pretty far. But, uh, you know, I mean, I don't, they have a chance. I think if they continue to keep playing hard to get the three seat, you know, the way it's looking right now. Yeah, man, I completely agree. All right, Sean, to talk the depressing side of this, um, we all know how much I love Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum and, uh, and Terry, uh, the Portland Trailblazers, but, man, they are on a scale of late. They've lost three in a row. Um, they're 13-11. They're still tight in the sixth seed right now in the West, but they have not looked like the Portland Trailblazers we thought they could be. Um, they, you know, they still need a lot of help in the, in the forwards situation. Um, they expect their their guards to go win for them every night, but I think Portland really has a few more moves to make. And then, um, but right now, I know it's just three games, but they look out of place, man. Something something doesn't seem right with the Blazers right now, especially with the Rockets coming to town Saturday. Yeah, I don't see them winning that game. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, uh, Trail Blazers, man. They're I don't know. They're they're, they're, they're right now. They're the sixth seed, like you said. Uh, I feel like they are kind of, kind of like they've had like this kind of weird streak where they they can kind of go between like maybe like six and nine every year. The six <laughs> yeah. and nine seed, like they're one of those teams you really can't peg. Um, you know, I don't know. 
that's another team where it's like you know I don't I don't know what puts him over the top and don't say LeBron because he does <laughs> he does that with everyone. That's not gonna happen. No, and there's no way he goes to Portland. I'm taking my talents to Portland. <laughs> like I just I can't even see it. It'd be terrible. So um, I think uh, I I don't know what's going on with them, man. It's uh, they got they have probably the best backcourt in basketball, but uh, that's that's about it. Yeah, for sure, man. Great coach, too. Great coach. Um, yeah, I do like Stotts a lot. <clears throat> By the way, Utah. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, Pretty Donovan good. Mitchell, man. Yeah, he's climbing up that rookie uh, ladder this year, so uh, good, good for him. For Didn't sure. he have a 40-point game? Or was it a 30-point? It was a 40-point game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was insane is what it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's been playing really well. Um Pelicans are just hanging on uh, by a thread in Oklahoma City right now. It wouldn't be in the playoffs if we started today, which is odd to me. But we already kind of discussed that. So um, they're, they're depressing as well. I don't know. There's a lot of depressing teams right now. Yes, there are, man. So, <laughs> so who, are, who are you going to point out in your depressing? Uh, my depressing, I'm going to go with, uh, well... It's going to be kind of tough. I mean, I'm I'm kind of sad for a lot of these teams because, but some of them have been have been sad for so long. Um, right. I'm I'm going to go ahead and, and say the Thunder. I mean, I think I I'm I'm kind of shocked how, you know, I mean they've won the last three, which is great, but uh, you know they got to pick it up, man. There's no reason for them to be the nine seed right now. They should not be trailing the Jazz in any manner. No, they shouldn't have to right come now. back on the Jazz. No, you're absolutely right. No, they right. should not. I mean, the Jazz are overperforming right now, and the Thunder are just underperforming. And I'll tell you, if uh, if something does not work by midseason, if we're we're still hanging around at the eighth seed, ninth seed range, a trade will be made. I don't know who, but something's going to happen. Yeah, Presti, Presti's not patient, man. No, no, and I, I appreciate that about him. Me too. I <laughs> love, no, you know, I you love gotta, those you gotta guys. Make, you gotta make moves, and you gotta make them now. You know, it's like you know, and I, I appreciate the fact that Sam Presti wants to put a quality product on the floor every season, and I that's him and Daryl Morey. That's what I love about both of them the most. They just they they don't you know they just pull out all the stops if they need to make a trade. They just do it. Yeah, absolutely, man. You gotta love it. Um. So yeah, I think uh, that I think those are definitely fair ones. I talked about the Thunder last week on mine. I just thought that I wasn't that I'm shocked. It took a little. It's taking a little bit for Mello and Paul George and Russ to work together and fit in. It's more of like every other move they made hasn't worked yet. Uh, Patrick Patterson's been terrible. Um, Raymond Felton is so out of shape that I don't I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, so that was what I kind of talked about with them. So. I 100% agree that, you know, it's weird. But I still have not given up the hope. I think it's going to work. I I really do like Billy Donovan. um, So I really think he has a chance to really do something there. So, with that being said, Sean, it's trade rumor time. Oh, right. Tell me what you got. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Now, this is a guy who's... Very heavily in trade rumors right now. Yes. On a on a team going nowhere. Yes. By the way, I did I did not I did not expect that. I really thought the Clippers would at least be able to like a seven or eight seed in the West, but they are terrible. They are really bad. Yes. Uh, so DeAndre Jordan's being talked about being linked to a, f- a few NBA teams. One that I thought was the most interesting 
was the team that just got his former point guard and Eric Bledsoe. The yes. Milwaukee Bucks are being discussed as a potential landing spot for DeAndre Jordan. Love now, it. I would love everything about it. Because Jason Kidd, uh, apparently there's a lot of talks that he could be the next coach fired. And not that he's the guy making the trade moves by any means, but that could be a big gift for them if he can get that influenced. Um, I would really, really like to see DeAndre Jordan there. Um, you know, I th- that was one team that was for sure talked about. What were the other ones I saw? Um do you think Dallas would take him in a trade? <laughs> <laughs> Why? They're seven and seventeen right now. Well, what would be what would be the point? Just to just to be a dick. They could do DeAndre Jordan handcuff night because the last time they thought they had him signed. Yeah, <laughs> like we're gonna sign you. And you're gonna be. We're gonna trade for you, and you're gonna be miserable. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I think that that was the one that really stood out to me. I know Minnesota was potentially mentioned as one too, which he would be awesome. If they could have him and have Towns play the four. Ooh. Oh my god, I I love that. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be so nasty to get him. And you know what? Like I, I almost feel like Towns might be better at a four. You oh know? my god, he'd be the best four in basketball. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and to have somebody else uh, down there doing the dirty work, I mean, not that, that Gorgie Jang does not do a good job and Tosh Gibson do not do a good job, but they're... They have very similar games, both yeah, of those guys. Sure. Rebounds, uh, nice, uh, you know, twelve foot jumpers, stuff like that. But like getting a guy who does as much dirty work as DeAndre Jordan does uh, on a team like that to free up some 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 offense for a, a young, hungry Carl Anthony Towns, Jimmy Butler, <laughs> and Andrew Wiggins. God, this team sounds ridiculous already. I know. We should. Yeah, we, we need this that, to happen. That, I'm 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 totally for that. I think that would be really fun. Uh, I think I think the Bucks could use him more though. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think something's going to happen. I mean, notice that DeAndre Jordan just recently got new new agents. Yeah. So I think he is keying up for that. Um, I know we talked really about Paul George and that, but that's possibly which I still don't think is going to happen. I think Presley's going to see it through. What, you, what, what about what about Cleveland? Do you see them making a move forward? I've heard that too. I, um, I mean. I don't think so. No, because like we said, this Brooklyn pick is really important because of the case if LeBron leaves, they need to go, you know, even if it's a low lottery pick, it's still a lottery pick. This draft class isn't anywhere near as good as last year's by any means, but there's still going to be good players there. You know, guys like a Miles Garrett, I mean, I keep it, Miles Bridges from Michigan State could potentially drop in that situation. It would be really good for Cleveland, especially if they can sign Isaiah back. Um, I just, I don't want Cleveland to make any moves that are going to make them give up that pick. Only because of the case that right. Only the case of if it's true, if LeBron does in fact leave, like many expect, um, that's you know that's going to be a big thing. Is okay. I love Kevin Love. I love Isaiah Thomas, even if they sign him back. And I love Jay Crowder. You know they got Jr. They got Tristan Thompson locked up for a long time. I I don't I don't like them messing up what they have right now. Exactly, I agree. I mean, it's uh, you know. You're going to be getting. You're going to be adding two players to the mix, and Derrick Rose and Isaiah Thomas soon. So it's like, that's enough. You know that that in itself could cause chaos. We don't know yet. You never know. So, yeah, I'm with you, man, for sure. Um, another guy's been kind of talked about a lot is Marcus All. It's an interesting one. Yeah, well, he's kind of a dick. So, Marcus All, you think he's a dick? He got David Fisdale fired. Was was he the one who got Fizdale fired? 
I'm assuming because you're, you're assuming if uh, he wasn't fired until someone was benched for a fourth quarter. Well, that's you know, I, maybe it, maybe it's not Marcus All's fault. Maybe maybe the rest of the you know the organization were like, why would why would you bench Mark? He's our dude. You know, I don't know. I don't, but you know that's a team that's going nowhere. That's lost a lot. They Fist- they have they have lost a lot. Fisdale wasn't the problem. Let's be honest here. But yeah, well, he, he was not. But um, you know he's another guy that has a lot of potential landing spots that are really interesting. Uh, the ones we mentioned obviously are ones that keep coming up uh, team wise. Uh, Oklahoma City would be pretty cool if they could somehow pull that off, getting rid of Stephen Adams in a, in a deal. Um, yes, that would be awesome because that's a Sam Presti move. Yes, yes. I that that is such a Sam Presti move. I I like that. That's gonna be uh, that. That's the one I'm gonna pick as your 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 true trade rumor of the year. That's going to happen. <laughs> Marcus Saul to the Thunder. It's gonna happen. Look out. Yeah. Heard it here first, Tim Daniel. <laughs> and I will like play that clip for years to come. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. But um. I mean, I don't know if there's anyone else. Let me see if we can find the one terrible Google one there always is that we always have to laugh our asses off about. Always, always good, good trade rumors floating around on on Reddit and in the real GM, uh, the real GM forums. Those are always those are always kind of fun. Uh, but you know, I'm old school, so you know, I don't, I don't, I don't hang out on the the 4chan and the and the Reddits that often. Uh, Alex is the Reddit man, so. I just don't understand this idea that people think that the Cav- that the Clippers are going to be like, yeah, we'll give we'll take Tristan Thompson for DeAndre Jordan straight up. Like, where yeah. is that a good trade ever? It, it's uh, that that's what we like to call an Instagram trade rumor. Yes, that's where someone likes to post a a photo and and start fake news. Yeah, they like Photoshop the they Photoshop them in the other uniform. I see so much crap like that coming across my feed, and I'm just like, really, guys, really. Yeah, I'm with you, man. But I think with that being said, we can go and wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by Skype. <laughs> brought uh, to you by. <laughs> so, um, but like we said, everything, a lot of cool things going on in the 48 Minutes world with us and Court Stormers and Dropping Balls really getting like, uh, started up soon with our own feed there and what we're going to probably do, talk about with doing post-draft. So... Going to be covering Northern Kentucky men's basketball. We're really excited for this opportunity uh, to really kind of get our names started in the media credential world. So iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, all the podcasts, all every single week, 48minutesnetwork.com, articles, fun things, like, review, share, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your wife, tell your kids. We're the greatest ever. Have a good one, everybody. <laughs>